This week, the heat's getting to me. I'll murder you momentarily. But first, I need a cold drink of Batman Returns. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week, we're discussing... <laughs> too, too, too much energy at the top. Ooh, no, no, I just... Coming in hey, too hot. We are discussing not the worst Batman movie. That's true. It is strongly in the middle. Yeah. Uh, this week, for the first time uh, ever, we're doing a solo Batman movie. No, not Batman 89. No, not Batman the movie. No, not Batman Begins. No, not The Dark Knight. No, not The Dark Knight Rises. No, not Batman Forever. No, not Batman and Robin. No, not Batman Mask of the Phantasm. No, not Batman by Gaslight. That's right, we're discussing... The Return of the Joker. Batman Beyond. It starts like all movies do, with Batman Beyond. Uh, sadly, no, we're watching 1992's Batman Returns! Woo, he's coming back! That's right, because this is our jingle, 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 jingle Christmas episode! Merry Christmas! Holy shit, Santa's here! <laughs> oh, sorry. Ho, 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 Santa, I want, a, I want a PS4 for Christmas. You can't have one. <laughs> oh no, my heart's breaking Too yeah. much conflict mineral yeah, used in the production Definitely taking a look at the naughty list It's oh. everybody Oh, oh no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Well Batman Returns uh, Begins <laughs> Like all movies do Wait I'm confused I thought we watched Batman Returns But we watched Batman Begins No, no we, we watched Batman Returns Begins Yeah it's okay. that one Alright <laughs> And it this Batman Returns Batman Begins like all movies Batman Begins. Which is the one that he couldn't get rid of a bomb? Uh, that's Batman no, the movie! No, that's Batman, the beginning of X-Files, the movie. <laughs> Guys, I was thinking of uh, the third Nolan Batman movie. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I? No, I didn't see that one. Is Not that where much. we're, we're That's born where he flies that nuclear. Sewers? He flies that nuclear missile out into the bay, and then he sprays some sharks with his anti-shark repellent. Ooh, it's true. Yeah. Nice. Got to get that shark repellent. Yeah, well, keeps it on his belt at all times. And then Catwoman's all like, "Don't eat mistletoe," and Batman's like, "Got it." Mm, very poisonous <laughs> mistletoe. So uh, Batman Returns uh, begins. begins like all movies do. Guys, I'm so confused. <laughs> with a no, it's about to get worse. With a weird freak mutant baby being born and his parents being real mad. Yeah, everybody hates mutant freak babies. So. Uh, the only way this intro could be better if his uh, Paul Rubens was involved somehow. He is. How so? He's, He's the Penguin's dad. Yeah. Tucker Cobblepot. That can't be his name. It is. It's on his gravestone. It's, grave it's Tucker Cobblepot. Oh, no. here's, a, here's a fun fact. The role was originally supposed to be played by TV's The Penguin, Burgess Meredith. Well, he did, though. No, at the time he was still alive, he was yeah. just sick. Yeah, he's just really old. Because uh, not too long after this, he would become one of the grumpy old men. That's true. Right, the That's grumpier right. old men. Well, he was in both. He was grumpy and oh, grumpier. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right on. Uh, he was the horny grandpa. <laughs> hey, speaking of horny, the penguin. Rock. Yeah, that's right. Played True. by Paul Rubens. Uh, not too far removed from his uh, stint in a Sarasota porno theater. Uh, 
he, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, we see a doctor and Look, a nurse. if they didn't want you to masturbate, they wouldn't have played so much pornography. I mean, that's a yeah, fair point. I also, like, I feel like if I go into a porno theater and then I get busted for jerking it, like, that's gotta be entrapment. Right? That's not even fair. Right. Feds. It's like those bait cars they put out. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I'm, you, it's a bait car. I'm supposed to masturbate in that car. Right. <laughs> you leave that car out. You put all those magazines in there. What am I supposed to do? Not go in it and masturbate? Come Ridiculous. on. Ridiculous. I want a single candidate with the courage to come out on these platforms. Yeah. No more bait or more bait trucks. I don't know. <laughs> Just don't bust me for it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Stop, <laughs> right? stop trying to yuck my yum. Right. You can leave them out there. That's cool. Yeah, just put tinted windows on them so nobody sees. Right. And maybe or like, alternatively, a bucket of popcorn with the bottom cut out. Yeah. Shit hurt no one. And a box of Kleenex. You know, for allergies. <laughs> yeah, we don't aloe vera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like those. And it's all greasy. <laughs> That's moisturizing. Anyway, <laughs> we see a doctor. We've spent only a fraction of time talking about gross sex things, as the penguin does over the course of this movie. Yeah. He brings it up a lot. A lot. Uh, so anyways, uh, uh, the doctor comes out of the 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 operating room within the rich people's house. Uh, well, they seem to be doing a home birth, presumably yeah. in one of them hippie pools. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty upset because, again, they've had a tiny freak baby. Uh, we cut to a little while later, and they've kept this... A uh, tiny freak baby in a tiny freak baby cage. Which can only be, like, causing more harm than good, right? Sure. If you know. raise the tiny freak baby as a positive member of society, tiny freak baby is just going to be a weird-looking tiny freak baby who's nice to people. True. Yeah. But instead you lock it up in a black box with a couple of bars on it, and it eats your cat. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Isn't society the real villain of this movie? Definitely. No. No, oh. it's it's definitely the penguin. He's horny and murderous. Yes, I see, but he gets such a send off. He does. I mean, <laughs> he gets a twenty-one penguin salute. Clearly, the penguins love him. Well, that is because his parents on Christmas Day, I think, or night or something, or whatever, uh, in a hurry in the dark of night, push his fully covered uh, 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 bassinet. Yeah. Uh, and then just unceremoniously dump him into the river. Now, this is the only part of the movie that I cannot believe. You're telling me these parents did it themselves and didn't just hire a butler to do it? True facts. Yeah, they have a giant house, and I didn't see any help. Maybe all the help ran away when the giant freak baby was born. Yeah, yeah. you just hire some shitty bounty hunter to do it. Like I mean, a Lindbergh baby. Yeah! <laughs> that sucker had flippers for days. <laughs> Also, from what I understand, the, the penguin smells real bad uh, from birth. Because, like, the doctor comes yeah, out with, like, like, his with like, a kerchief up to his nose. So even from the birth, the penguin already smelled bad. Yeah, he's like an old oyster. Yeah, yeah, but you're telling me you don't give some scumbag some hazard pay? He's not going to do that for you? Come on. I mean, I feel like... John, we're going to find a scumbag in Gotham City. That's true. Facts. That's true. It's Land the of... safest town in the world. With the cleanest sewer systems. Yeah, the penguin is dropped into their uh, open-air sewer systems that look like a water park ride at yeah. Noah's Ark or something. It's much more of an aqueduct than it is a waste yeah. disposal system. Yeah. Uh, but he is taken in by... Penguins and raised by them. You know, all them penguins that live in the sewers? Yeah. Somehow the sewers connect to the zoo? The, right, right, right. The zoo, because we cut to like 33 years later, and like the zoo now is this decrepit, 
there's nothing left of it except for a, a giant... giant crab statue. <laughs> Woo, giant crabs! Which, Which is... if my parents took me to a zoo and they're like, honey, look at the fucking crabs, I guess. Yeah, I'd turn into a criminal. Yeah, right? That's a shitty childhood. What kind of zoo has just a pit for crabs? Oh, but what if you can, like... Poke them with a stick and piss them off, and then and then they let you use like one of them trash grabbers and toss them in a pot and eat them. All right, Ooh, now I'm going to this. Now that you got me, I'm going to this. If you, get to, if it's if, like, if you show up to that crab exhibit and it's just uh, long wooden tables full of newspapers, yeah, then yeah, 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 okay, yeah. And, 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 and butter the size of basketballs just Ooh. sitting around. The, the real question is what kind of crabs are in the crab pit? Because there's lots of different species oh, of crabs. Yeah, Bay crabs, obviously. Okay. Come on. Oh, interesting. Cook them up. Well, sell them or just eat nah, the legs. It doesn't matter. Them. We'll do whatever. Okay, so we're steam like, them and crack them, my friends. Like, blue, like, so like soft shell crabs? Like, yeah, like what you get out of Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like oh, those, that's the best kind of crabs. Oh, yeah. okay. Hey, so crabs thinking... are my people. <laughs> I'm going to go home and eat some of them crabs this very Christmas. Nice. Is that, uh, is that the accent of your people as well? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Patrick's were... people are a crab-faring bunch. Yeah, we do fare crabs. <laughs> I was hoping it would be like those big coconut crabs that are like five feet long and terrifying. You know, I was going to say, there's diminishing returns with the increased size of the crab. Where yeah, it just, the bigger like, the it, crag. It, it hits a critical mass where it's just like, no, now it's just a giant water bug. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, when you get to the big ones, there's nothing in the actual crab. You're just eating those giant legs. It's true, like a like king crab king crabs snow and crab. snow crabs, yeah. yeah. I mean, snow crab. Crab of the snow. Yeah, better than lobster. Oh, man. It's my favorite G.I. Joe. <laughs> snow crab. <laughs> What was his uh? Spe- what was the one thing he specialized in? Oddly enough, tropical warfare. <laughs> yeah, right. Weirdly enough, they dropped him into the jungles of Nam, and he never came back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so uh, the penguin, thirty-three years later now, uh, the penguin is uh, keeping an eye on the city through the grates of our sewer systems, and we're introduced to. Uh, uh, I would say the hero of this story. Yeah, Max Shrek, the yeah. evil yeah. businessman. <laughs> Christopher Walken, uh, dressed as New York Mozart. Yeah. yeah just I got a, a twinkle, shock, twinkle little star for you. Shock gray wig uh, and a lot, like, not like pinstripe suits, but like real big stripes. Bold yeah, stripes. Big stripes. Apparently yeah. his wardrobe is based off of the wardrobe of J.P. Morgan. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's good for J.P. Morgan. Is it, though? Looking sharp. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I know. The, the suit game in this movie is off the charts. It's true. I mean, you do have to wear big stripes if your middle name's Pierpont, though. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Giant lapels as well. Oh, yeah. Huge lapels. So what's this idiot doing? Yeah, what's he do? So he is, uh, uh, Max Shrek is the, uh, 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 the, the actor who played Nosferatu. Ooh, great. Uh, yeah, he's a good yeah, one. Yeah. But he's also the owner of Shrek's Department Stores. Yeah. Uh, and he's uh, basically in a, a battle of wills with the mayor of Gotham to uh, build a power plant, which really is a power capacitator. And he's going to steal power from people because there's a power surplus. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, what's your end game here, buddy? You, like, congrats. You, st- you stole the power. Now what? Yeah, what do you Now they do? have to buy it back from him at exorbitant prices. Why didn't he just buy a utility? It seems like he's taking the long way around. John, this isn't Monopoly where you just land in a square and you get to buy the electric company. That's true. And the mayor is well above taking bribes, I guess. Yeah, that's the one thing the mayor won't do. <laughs> yeah. 
which seems crazy. For Gotham City? Yeah. yeah. For any city. Yeah, it's also true. So, uh, <laughs> not even bribes, just like, I don't know, here's a million for your campaign. Fucking let me build this power plant. Yes, sir. Done yeah. and done. Uh, so, uh, uh, this will pay off so many of my mistresses. This is great. Mm. Merry Christmas to me, (laughs) Mayor of Gotham. (laughs) Uh, so Max Shrek is played by Christopher Walken, uh, at his Walkeniest. He's doing good. Yeah, and there's a, we have a scene here where he uh, addresses the people of Gotham, the assembled people, basically, as they're like, uh, the the mayor introduces them as our Santa Claus. Yeah, and there's like... Four tree lighting ceremonies that the city of Gotham goes through Jesus. in preparation well, for Christmas. They're all, they're the, all same. In the same place. Well, it's all the same tree lighting ceremony. They keep getting interrupted by <laughs> goons. Oh, jeez. So Christopher At some Walken, point, you just cut your losses and turn the tree on. Yeah. Or just no tree. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. The tree gets lit every single time. And that's true. True. So Walken, uh, he's introduced as the Santa Claus of Gotham. And his first line, like, as he comes up is... Santa Claus? No. <laughs> I'm just a poor schmo who got lucky. Yeah. And then, then everyone cheers him. Uh, and then uh, uh, he, he was like... Yeah, this was the 90s before we found businessmen contemptible and yes. gross. Right. Uh, and this is also like Tim Burton's Batman. So it takes place in 1992, but also 1953. Filmed right. entirely in an old airplane hangar. Yeah. Uh, let's give them credit, John. Multiple old airline hangers. <laughs> probably true. Yeah. yeah. Probably true. Uh, so, uh, Shrek finishes by saying, you know, he wants to give, uh, he wishes he could give the gift of, like, peace and prosperity to Gotham, wrapped up in a box and a bow for Christmas. And then what should show up but a giant driving box wrapped up with a bow? Oh, no. It's like that room in the third policeman where you think a thing and it appears. In the what? The third policeman. What's that? Read a fucking book! Jesus. Patrick, <laughs> how do we feel about books? They are terrible Thank and you. full of words. Thank you, buddy. How many pictures are in this book? Two of bicycles. Bullshit. <laughs> that, is, that is the worst part of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. The oh. bicycle interlude. It's got that song in it about the raindrops. Now go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, no, I... It's no, I was aiming for the rocks, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this giant uh, uh, package shows up, and then who should come out of it but <laughs> fucking skeletons? Yeah, creepy fucking clowns. clowns. So this... Uh, so on motorbikes. You may have noticed this movie was directed uh, by Tim Burton, who has had exactly one idea in his entire career of, what if Christmas, but like also Halloween shit? Yeah. My Absolutely. money, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people keep giving it to him. It's bizarre. Like, I, I sincerely made an effort to watch his uh, Alice in Wonderland movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I could Ooh. not get... Like, I got to the part where Alice drinks the potion to make her grow big, and I was this is too boring. Goodbye. It's, the, it's so bad. It's so just lifeless and dull. For a guy who, like, began his career making Peavy's Big Adventure and then Beetlejuice... Two, like, big, fun, weird, interesting movies. Afterwards, he was just like, all right, well, what if I just redid that? 
but but bigger. I think the origin story of his like work ethic was that he started out as an animator in Disney in Disney Studios, right? Like specifically, like during a really shitty period of Disney Studios where they were like just making a bunch of bullshit that he didn't like. Yeah, I think he worked on Fox and the Hound. He worked <laughs> on Fox and the Hound. That's yeah. a great movie. It's not. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it since you're I was thinking, like seven. Uh, you're thinking of that fucking Oliver movie that Billy Joel did the soundtrack oh, to. Oh, yeah. that's great. That Why should I worry? Why should I worry? Why should I care? Oh, so good, you guys. Mm. But anyway, I bet he just, he burned out super early doing fucking in-between work on The Fox and the Hound and then was like, all right, that's it. For the rest of my career, coasting. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, like, as a person with an arts degree, if I found, <laughs> if I found, ah, what a dummy! No kidding. <laughs> you graduated pre-recession, didn't you, you <laughs> idiot? Right on that cusp. Oh. <laughs> yeah, graduated May '08. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But uh, if if I found that someone would pay me for something, I would do that thing. True. So, like, as long as he's cashing them checks, like, I just keep making stupid Tim Burton movies. I think the big issue with Tim Burton is. Very early on, he had, like, two big hit movies, and thus afterwards was given complete creative control for the rest of his life, (laughs) and at no point did anyone, like, step in and be like, Tim, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. And if they did, he was like, shut up, I'm a ghost, or whatever he does, I don't know. Yeah, he would just throw glitter in your face and run away. Yeah, but black glitter. (laughs) I mean, I'll say, clearly he's got movies that aren't that great, but like, how many of his movies like flat out bombed? Uh, well, again, I direct your attention to, to Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Well, but, specifically, the sequel didn't do too well. Like, right. The, that's the thing is, his movies tend to make a lot of money because they're about as weird as like a mainstream audience is gonna go see. Right. Yeah, I think bomb wise, uh, Dark Shadows didn't do very well. Oh shit, that's Ed, right. Uh, Mars Attacks was a huge. Uh, bomb and that kind of like killed his studio career for a couple of years yeah yeah Mars Attacks um, but other than that like I mean Ed Wood didn't make a whole lot of money but it also didn't cost a lot of money to make it's also yeah. not an Ed Wood movie right like it's like the, just completely it that like that's Johnny Depp, that's not what Ed Wood even sounded like. We know this. We have footage of him. <laughs> he was a celebrity at the time. <laughs> celebrity is pushing it (laughs) there's no film reels of me from that time i'll tell you that much well you weren't alive that's what i'm saying edward's got two on me (laughs) so batman returns to the movie we watched uh so yeah so these clowns and skull headed with skulls with googly eyes that ride motorcycles Come Which out. that's gotta be hard to pilot any kind of vehicle, let alone a motorcycle, the most vulnerable of motor vehicles. Sure, with yeah. a giant paper mache <laughs> skull head with googly eyes on it. Yeah, it'd be very difficult. Yeah, yeah. but you're terrifying the peasants. Yeah, that's true. There's a lady with a chihuahua, uh, and then Vincent Chevelli plays the uh, organ grinder that has a minigun inside it. Yeah. Which doesn't come up as often as you'd like. It comes up one time. He shoots nothing, and then doesn't shoot again for the rest of the film. Yeah. I mean, he shoots stuff just not people <laughs> yeah, he shoots like a podium in the Christmas tree but this is the red triangle gang um and and they all carry Uzis yeah, and yeah. semi-automatic and they're just firing like crazy 
Uh, and now we're 20 minutes into the movie and Batman finally shows up. Yeah, they hit that bat signal and all of a sudden he's, what, sleeping? Yeah, he's just... No, he's hanging out at his desk just staring off into the middle (laughs) distance. (laughs) He's missing Vicky Vale. And more importantly, Robert Wool's character. Buddy, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, Alec Baldwin doesn't miss Kim Basinger, and they were married for a while. Wow. You know who else doesn't miss her? That town she bought. <laughs> Damn. Boy, remember when Ooh. celebrities made town buying money? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a big town. <laughs> wasn't Wasn't Clint Eastwood like the mayor of Carmel for a while or something like that? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's why he was invited to all those RNC uh, conventions, right? Mm. And I think uh, I think the uh, one of the guys from Predator was like the mayor of Pasadena. Oh, oh, uh, Sonny Landon. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or, or I mean, it can't have been Bill Duke, right? No. Yeah. Uh, what if it was though? Oh, oh man, I'd vote for Bill Duke. Oh hell yeah, man! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, so Batman shows up, he, uh, he Batmobiles in and then he, uh, he fights a couple goons. Um, he saves, uh, our, our... Yeah, he doesn't really have a whole lot of effect on the course of this movie. Right. There's, there's a third character we haven't mentioned yet and it's Selina Kyle played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, she is Max Shrek's assistant slash secretary or whatever. They seem to be interchangeable in this world. Well, it was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's also, like, not good at her job. Ah, but she makes a hell of a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's that's something they say. (laughs) Sad. Again, it was the 90s. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to Bill Clinton yet. Yeah, true. (laughs) That's right. Oh, we're still firmly in the bush years? Gross. Yeah, we're well in the, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's about to get elected. He's already thrown up on that guy. (laughs) Yeah, he already threw up on that guy. Luckily, Ross Perot is about to save the day (laughs) so that Billy can win with like 48% or whatever. Yeah. 1992, shoulder pads. Man, I miss Nader's Raiders. Yeah, don't we all? Getting us them seatbelts. That was the only time we've had uh, reasonable consumer protections in the entire post-war era. (laughs) Yep. That didn't last. Guys, we're doing great. This was an excellent movie that we're expounding upon in great detail, John. (laughs) Look, Batman shows up. Selena Kyle's being held hostage by a couple of clown goons. At Taser Point? At At Taser taser Point. point. Right. Um, And it's a taser, by the way, that is lethal. When you see him use it on someone and they fucking die. Yeah. Uh, He's got it cranked up past stun. So Batman uh, shoots his little grappling, gas-powered grappling hook past the clown into a wall and he's like ha ha you missed and then Batman smirks and then yanks the wall out <laughs> and smashes the back of that guy's skull and it's pretty great yeah, yeah you know how the you know people like to uh, look at the Batman Nolan movies and the, the fucking Justice League and Batman v Superman and like uh, there's no way, you know, he punched that guy so hard he's probably got a concussion and permanent brain damage. Bah. Yeah, in this movie, Batman fucking kills with a smile. Yeah. Batman has been Batman kills people in both Tim Burton movies, and he kills with a glee. lot of people. Yeah. And he does so gladly. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, he smashes this guy's skull in with a fucking wall. And then Selena Kyle's just like, Oh Batman, oh, ooh, I love you. Thank you for saving me. And he's like 
piss off, citizen. <laughs> right. And disappears into the night. You're a weird lady. And then that's we don't see Batman for like 40 minutes. Yeah, well, he's got to go back backstage and play rummy for all of Act 2. <laughs> Still get stop billing, though. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, it is Batman Returns. True. Uh, uh, so Max Shrek fucks off to the aqueducts of Gotham City. Uh, yeah, he goes down Big Face Alley. Yeah, because when I'm running away from stuff, where I always think first place sewer. To the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, and he is confronted by the Penguin, played by Danny DeVito. Boy, a, is it. In a, in a part that I can only assume was all the prep he did for Frank Reynolds. Yeah. Because yeah. the penguin is a Oof. disgusting, egg-shaped, black goo-spitting, sharp-toothed, thin-handed creep. And this kind of encapsulates Tim Burton's take on the Batman material just, like, writ large of... Danny DeVito does an amazing job. The prosthetics are incredible. The costuming is fucking amazing. But this ain't Penguin. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a weird, lecherous, gross blob of a human. Like, it's not, it just, it, it, it's not the Penguin. What are you talking about, Tim Burton? Yeah, no, it's like creepy Uncle Dr. Robotnik is what it is. Yeah. He's just yeah. got this gross, like, black goo coming out of his mouth. He sexually harasses everybody he everybody. comes in contact with. All of his lines have at least four entendres. It's so gross. Uh, but he runs into Shrek and he's like, bah, Shrek, I'm Yeah, everything you flush comes down to the sewers, so I'm going to try to blackmail you to bring me up to the to your surface world. He specifically says, what youth flush I put on my mantle. Yeah, yeah. so he's like, I, you know, piece of evidence one, here's some toxic waste that you've been illegally dumping. And Max is just like, that could have come from anywhere. Hey! And he's like, well, I know that you own all the fire traps in Gotham City. And he's like, uh, if I did, I would have shredded those documents, which like, then how are you making money from them fire traps, dude? <laughs> Without proof of ownership. <laughs> but regardless, Penguin's like, ah, little tape, little patience, here's some masking taped up fucking shredded documents. And then Penguin is like, where's your business partner? He's like, on extended vacation? Nope, I got his hand in the stocking. <laughs> Which like, Max, baby, stop flushing all your evidence, dude. <laughs> Even serial killers know you dump the body in different places. The crazy part is that the penguin says, are there any other parts of your business partner you want to see? Implying that he's, oh, he's flushed. Oh, he's got his dick. Yeah. yeah. Well, implying Whoa. that he's flushed the whole body down a single toilet. <laughs> yeah. One at a time, either, baby. Yeah, either in pieces or he's got a super toilet that can take it all at once. Ooh, right? Or his toilet's got like a garbage disposal in it. Why don't they make those? Never Ooh. use a plunger again. That's oh, actually man. A, that Great idea. Patent oh. pending. Patent pending. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. We gotta uh, mail ourselves a copy of this <laughs> podcast. Someone will do something stupid like drop their phone in there and be like, oop, gotta get my phone. Grind my hand. Nah, you put a warning that says no hands. <laughs> Someone's gonna wipe too far down and get caught in it. Whoa. Nah, you put a warning. No wipes. <laughs> yeah, it's a garbage disposal slash bidet. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, for Guys, safety. We're going to be fucking billionaires. <laughs> Ooh, and it's got a little refrigerator on the side with beers for when you're there for too long. 
Oh, so we've now turned it into we've now turned it into the This uh, is like the, a married the, with children. No, bit. it's the fucking Tim Taylor tool time shitter yeah. of the future. Yeah. yeah, it's got like a pull-out tablet TV. So you can watch your Detroit Lions. <laughs> Buddy, you got a phone that has a screen on Not it. Not big dude. enough. Not big enough. And sometimes I'm running to the toilet. <laughs> That's true. Can't be stopping for phones. I, so I had a friend growing up. It's the same friend that I, so last week on the mini show, <laughs> I told a story about how they had a, a home improvement style voice, uh, like a, 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 a old answering machine. So they had a TV in every house. Nice. Every room every of their room. house. Nice. So there was a TV. <laughs> the American dream. TV in the living room, TV in the kitchen, TV in the basement. TV, TV at supper time when, when you got TV on a bagel. bagel. You can have TV anytime. Uh, when patent you can, pending. Patent pending. <laughs> uh, when you can have TV on the shitter, you can have TV anytime. Yeah. So they had a TV in the shitter. And also his dad had all the porn. And his dad kept <laughs> just porn magazines in the shitter. Oh. So what would happen is like every time someone would go to the bathroom and would be hanging out, You'd be gone for an unreasonable amount of time. Because you go upstairs, you turn the TV on to HBO, and then you'd pull out a fucking penthouse and read some of those letters. Oh no, guys, we figured it. We found the fatal flaw in making the toilet too comfortable. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You'd pull out a penthouse and read the letters? Yeah, the forum letters, man. <laughs> no, the letters to the editor. Dear penthouse. Dear penthouse, I didn't like the picture you put on page 14. Not airbrushed enough. Signed, all names withheld. <laughs> no, man, the forum letters. The one's like, dear penthouse. I never thought this would happen to me. I never thought this me. would happen to me. Uh. I've always wanted to do a thing where it's like penthouse, like forum letters, but from married couples. Where it's like, dear penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. I got a babysitter on the last minute on a Friday night, and my wife and I were able to go out for an early dinner. Of course, we were home by nine, so we could tuck the child into bed. Thank you, Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking the penguin, right? Uh, he goes to Wait, his hold on. I just want to make it clear. I just want to make it clear that. That we went up to this bathroom to jerk off, right? We're all all clear about that, right? We got it. With both visual and audio media. Correct. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Just so everyone knows. Yeah, Yeah, HBO of the 90s was all Red Shoe Diaries all the time. That Mm. was Cinemax, John. That was Skinemax, Mark. Which one had Lady Chatterley's lover? Showtime. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Showtime was like the spicy version of HBO. No, Showtime was the classy version of Cinemax. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Showtime was like in the middle yeah. between Cinemax and HBO. Uh, point of order, Malcolm was in the middle. <laughs> Life is unfair. Technically, Malcolm isn't in the middle because there they are They have an even number of children. <laughs> yeah. Until like season five when they have that baby. Yeah. Then he's truly in the middle. Boy, right. I didn't even make it that far. Yeah, I never got to have the baby. That baby show Jamie. had a real quick shelf life. Like the first two, three seasons, gold. Anything after that, and you're like, oh no. I realize now that Frankie Muniz is intolerable. <laughs> no thank you. He, he, he got... He, he grew up very strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was Agent Cody Banks twice. That's yeah. true. 
That was another dream of mine is to make a movie. <laughs> just <laughs> just be Cody Banks. No, my idea was to make a movie. That just be James Bond. <laughs> no, 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 no. Be was, Cody Banks. The idea, the idea of the movie That's was true. that you get to meet Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, you do. Uh, I believe it was Hillary Duff. Oh, you're right. Whatever. Uh, but my dream was to make a movie that was took place like 20 years after an Agent Cody Banks style character like retired at 15. Yeah, but then they made Archer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. No. Or alternatively, Breaking Bad, where you just imagine that that's Malcolm all grown up. Or just Malcolm's dad, who's became a... Because it's the same actor. Yeah, Yeah, but he's going to grow up to look like a dude who looks like his dad, though, right? That's how genetics work. Yeah, but Malcolm would only be like 28. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a hard-living Malcolm. (laughs) Yeah. So Batman returns... What happened? Where are we now? Ah, <laughs> uh, Max Shrek is in the sewer. Oh, Penguin's yeah. showing him his Pen- umbrella. Penguin's yeah. Dad. Penguin uh, has his uh, umbrella podium, uh, which includes an umbrella that is a flamethrower, an umbrella that is a sword, uh, and then a... a spiral umbrella that, like. It's just rad. Yeah, well, because he's spinning it around as he's talking to Max Shrek, and Shrek is just like, What? Is this supposed to hypnotize me? No, it's supposed to give you a splitting headache. Well, it's not working. Bang! Yep, full of blanks. It's it's his goof umbrella, yeah. I guess. Yeah. We need one. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Selena Also, Kyle... like, I just real quick, the whole point of the umbrella in the comics was that the penguin was like a high-class criminal, and high-class people just carried around fancy umbrellas. In right. the context of the movie, it makes zero goddamn sense for this weirdo to have umbrellas. Yeah. The, True. And for them each to be like... Handcrafted, engineered to be weapons. Yeah. Who who made them for him? One of the clowns? Was it the Bam Bam Bigelow clown? It must have been. Well, we know that at least one of them has like an engineering degree because they do shit to the Batmobile later. That's yeah. true. Uh, well, because apparently Batman flushed the Batmobile blueprints because <laughs> the Penguin ended up with them. I already built so, this car. I guess I'm wiping my ass with these. <laughs> so Selena Kyle comes home. You know what? It was after his first night of Batmaning and it didn't go so well, so he was real embarrassed to leave the mansion. You run out of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? So this exists in the uh, Batman widening guyer uh, Kevin Smith Yeah, version. where he pisses himself. Where he pisses himself? Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> we super needed that. And here's the thing. Like, um, Kevin Smith? Kevin. Buddy. Booby. Baby. Darling. Not everything you write has to be on pot. You can write stuff sober. You did it for two decades. You can blame Seth Rogen for that. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Seth. Is there any life you won't destroy? You're not going to challenge him to come on the podcast? That might be nah, fun. don't do it, though. Nah, not Seth Rogen. What? Yeah. Nah. You'll challenge Neil LeBute to come here? But you Fucking won't... get your ass no. down here, diet mammoth. Yeah. I will fold you like a card table. <laughs> yeah. Is Only one you... of us is going to get out of that squared circle, and it ain't going to be you. Are you just worried that you can't beat up Seth Rogen? Is that the thing? I think he's going to be too rubbery. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to flop around like a chicken. All of my punches will just bounce. Yeah. <laughs> so Also, annoying. You're very... Plus, he'll probably bring over Franco, and oh, I don't need that. No, 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 Hear me out. I refuse to be in a 10-mile radius of James Franco. Hear me out. I'm still mad about Tristan and a soul. Fair. 
fair. Fair point. Hear me out. What if he brings Dave Franco, though? Dave's pretty cool. Ooh, what if Dave Franco brings his wife, that lady Allison from Allison Brie, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, why don't you guys just invite Dave Franco? I mean, that's not a bad idea. Let's Dave Franco. Out of it. There's only one of us that's going <laughs> to leave this squared circle, and it ain't going to be you. Right. Uh, Thanks for that. This is Mean Gene Okerlund awaiting response from Dave Franco. Dave Franco, the challenge has been issued. Uh, I was listening to a podcast today called um, uh, Andrea Savage. Uh, grown cool, up- so this is just recommend things we heard on the radio, the podcast. Sorry, John, did you want to talk about the nothing that happens in Batman Returns? If I could, if I could discuss what happens in Batman Returns, it's the same thing that assaults the never-ending story. The nothing. And it comes to you in the night like a big animatronic wolf. <laughs> Look, I was listening to a podcast called <laughs> Andrea Savage Grown Up Woman Hashtag Buttholes, and she had Whoa. Allison okay. she had Allison Brie on as a guest, and I found out that Allison Brie calls her husband Dave Franco Davy, and it's the cutest thing in the world because he's a short little fella. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey Patrick, any dreams you had last night you want to share with the audience? <laughs> I was swimming in a huge bowl oh, of cheese. A huge bowl of cheese. Patrick, I what kind you. of cheese? It was melted cheddar-y kind. Ooh. Ooh. Cheddar-y Ooh. kind. Yeah, cheddar not cheddar. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It's that hey, stuff anyone, that's anyone got any fucking hot takes on Baby Yoda you want to get on the record? No, he's no. great. I don't watch that show, and I've already seen too many Baby Yoda memes. <laughs> Give me more. Send no, the ones you're getting to me. You're the problem with this country, Mark. Too many Baby Yoda memes. Hey. Heads up, I don't send the memes, I only receive them. <laughs> Alright, what's in the news today, you guys? No. UK just had a general election, anyone want to weigh in on the results? Right, look, if you listen back to the last, like, five minutes, there's, like, eight times where I try to say, Selena Kyle comes home, and you assholes cut me off. So don't come in here all high and mighty, like, I'm just, I'm just diverting everything. You watch this movie with me, it's horse shit. It's nothing but horse shit. It's stupid horseshit. You know what, Mark? You got a point. I concede. Selena Kyle. Only one of us is gonna leave this squared circle, and it ain't gonna be you. So Selena Kyle comes home from work. She uh, she Jesus says, Christ, we're only here. She says, "Honey, I'm home." Oh wait, I forgot. I'm not married. Because uh, this was again the '90s, where they had we had grown into the like. You know, it's politically correct to call a woman in the workplace by her name and not sweet ass. <laughs> right. But also, we hadn't outgrown the, like, unmarried by age 29? <laughs> Spinster alert. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a cat, and uh, she feeds it, and then uh, she gets a voicemail from her, like, boyfriend who's like, my therapist says I need to be my own person and not Which an doesn't make a lot of sense with the fact that she's suffering from crippling loneliness, because, like, I don't know, you got... A boyfriend. Right, yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Catch that either. Like, if she's in a relationship, not much... why is she... All of the thing, all of the feelings she has before that don't make a lot of sense. But it's not you much know what? of a It's almost as if she doesn't need another person to make her complete. She needs to find happiness in herself. Which she will immediately when cats eat her face. So yeah, so she uh, she uh, gets a voicemail then from herself. <gasps> Quantum Leap! Yeah, yes, that's no, right. Nah. It did sound suspiciously like Bacula. 
She just couldn't write down a note on her phone back then. Yeah. So she she got a message from herself saying, come back to the office. You have to get the stuff for the Bruce Wayne meeting. So she goes back to the office and she's digging through files. It seems to be like two files and she hacked her boss's computer. Like, what did you need to do for this meeting? Well, Walken shows up and he's just like, Selena, what are you doing here? I will say that this is my favorite scene of the movie. It's... Really great. Eventually, he finds out. She takes him to her his office, and she's like, "I got into the protected files." And he's like, "How did you get into the yeah? Oh, I guessed files. I guessed that the password was Geraldo, the name of your Chihuahua, which is a taxidermy Chihuahua (laughs) on top of his cabinet, sitting up there looking at him with two like blue like county ribbons yeah from, yes. i guess like best tomato it won best in taxidermy to show well i like about this scene it clearly means that christopher walken sat down at his computer and he was like fuck i gotta come up with a password looked slightly off to the left and was like brilliant Geraldo. Well, and then selena before... kyle did the same thing she's like what could his password be look to the left oh fuck Geraldo. this was back before passwords had to have like one capital letter and a number and a special character. This was just... We were baffled by the fact that the TV has our typeface on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All passwords back then were password. Yeah. Correct. All usernames were admin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, at certain best buys, it still is. And it still is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Selena... Basically tells her boss, like, oh, I've gone through your protected files, and I've seen that, yeah. This- I've seen this overly complicated plan you have to siphon off and store electricity To build a fake power plant that is actually a power stealing plant to sell the power back to the city. And she doesn't even say, like, I'm going to report you. She's just like, it's all really crazy. I don't know what's going on about that. And he's like, well, intimidate. Yeah. yeah. He uh, kind of backs her into a corner where they're back against the window and is just, what killed the cat? Curiosity. What are we going to do about this? And she's like, listen, you can intimidate me, but it's not like you can kill me. Oh, can't I? And then he looks like he's going in for a little smooch. It does yeah. look like he's going in for a kiss. And then he's but like, then he does the patented. Had you go in there and then pushes her out of a window. Yes. Yeah, Which window shows a lot of courtesy to Max Trek because he wanted her to go out with a smile. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And then she falls through like seven of his weird uh, Felix the Cat canopies. I want to get this on the record. If I'm on my deathbed in a hospital and the doctor's about to pull the plug, I want him to do this. I want him to be like, sorry, but you know what? Like the disease has gotten to your brain and there's no way we can operate it. So uh, we're going to have to pull the plug. Ah, ah. Oh, but seriously, please. <laughs> I want to go out confused. Yeah. I just want the doctor to shove me out a window. <laughs> yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna, if I, if I'm terminal, if the doctor's just like, look, you, there's nothing going to happen. They're like, all right. Attach me to a weather balloon. Yeah. This is going to be fun as shit. Look, my dream, put me in a helicopter, drop me in a volcano. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> and not a dormant volcano. Active. It's going to be an active volcano. Sizzling. I have to yeah. burn up before I even hit the lava. Yeah. It's so hot. That would be helpful. Yeah. yeah. That's Ooh, what I'm talking man, about. Man, that lava hit's going to hurt. No, I... because I'll burn up way before that. Yeah, true. And it's going to be so hot, all my nerve endings will go first. It'll hurt for like a quarter of a second, and then it's going to be nice and cool. 
<laughs> That's why I'm hoping to go up into the space so I can see the curve of the Earth. And then before I even hit the ground, the speed and velocity is just taking all the blood out of my system. Yeah, That's right. flat. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry, he said curve of the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big chest boy, John. What an idiot. Aww. Dummy. Aww, what a disappointment. Yeah. If I get up there and it's a flat plane on top of a turtle, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I mean, everybody's like, well, how do you go around it? And it's just like Pac-Man. You just off one That's side and you just pop back out the other. You get the cherry, you get the key, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah what do you think NASA's for? Is to keep all those idiots from going over the edge. <laughs> True facts. They're all the true catchers in the ride. <laughs> uh, so Selena uh, hits the ground. Uh, an army of cats eat her face and fingers. And then she, and then she grows up, up to be Catwoman. Yeah. She goes home, and her way of... So be- she's a zombie, right? She's like, a straight-up zombie. Okay. I, I don't want to so. make sure we're all on the she's same page. She's undead. I think that's at least fair. Yeah. Undead. True. Maybe a vampire... She's got the sexy thing like a vampire's do. But she doesn't have like the mind control aspect like she a vampire's She doesn't have do. any of the powers. She's just like a little bit stronger maybe-ish. An agile. Yeah. yeah. She seems to learn gymnastics and whip crackery very quick. Yeah. Because uh, she comes home. Well, she's a crack em rosy. Yeah. But you know she, uh, you know she's different now when she comes home because she immediately begins smashing stuff and spray painting her apartment with black spray paint. Yeah. yeah. Then and she then pulls she, a... She a, finds a single vinyl coat. A vinyl trench coat that she somehow turns into a full body covering like it's like it's like a suit. motorcycle jacket like it's cut at the waist like a trench coat like maybe you could make a case for there being enough vinyl sure. but it definitely ends at the waist i don't understand how she does it right also that that jacket is vinyl and her outfit is clearly latex correct yeah. Um, but but then, if you ever had any questions about Tim Burton's sexual proclivities, oh, you this movie answer will them answer all of them. Because oh. one of them is skin tight catsuit, whip, high heels, yeah. undead pale woman. I mean, that is the other great part. Like she comes home from the like first scene when she's still Selena Kyle. She comes home and she's like beat tired and she's really clearly struggling with the heels. Right. And then as Catwoman, she's just fucking huge uh, stiletto heels. Yes. Cartwheels, kicks, flips. Yeah. Whip crackery. Uh, Yeah. So then she uh, she goes out and she goes Catwoman around. Uh, then some stuff happens. <laughs> I think at this point we get the oh, mayor's baby. Yeah. 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 The, the mayor, the mayor's having the press conference. Yeah. Right. He's just like, I brought my baby to show everyone how safe Gotham is. Oh no, a clown snatched him. Yeah. Right. A clown does a bunch of backflips, takes the baby out of the mayor's wife's hands, Shoves the mayor out of the way to give a speech and says... He's not one for speeches. Yeah. So I'll just say... Thank you. Then he does a flip into a hole in the ground. Yep. And then you hear him go, oh no, it's the famous <laughs> penguin man. You just take the baby from me. <laughs> and then the penguin The rises. penguin gets onto his giant rubber ducky all-terrain vehicle that has a scissor lift built in. Yeah. Ascends through the manhole and is like, Mr. Mayor, I found this baby. It's yours. Yay. And everyone's like, hurrah. And then Max Shrek is like, Penguin, Bobby, you should <laughs> run for mayor. Well, at first he's like, let's take you to the Hall of Records so, so that you, you can fu- find out who your parents are. This is being broadcast live, so Bruce Wayne is watching it at home. 
And he's just like, something about this penguin character just rubs me the wrong way. Which shows to me that Batman, ableist. Yeah. <laughs> ableist yeah. as fuck. <laughs> just because he turns out to be right, that doesn't mean he wasn't being a prejudiced jerk. Yeah, because he immediately jumps to the conclusion that the penguin runs the Red Triangle gang. Correct. Yeah. The gang of circus-themed <laughs> goons. So the Penguin, not circus-themed. Nah. Penguin goes to the Hall of Records, and Max Shrek kicks everyone out of the Hall of Records, and a reporter's like, this tramples on our First Amendment right. And Max Shrek is like, it's Christmas, what are you gonna do? No, Max Shrek <laughs> says one of my, possibly my favorite lines in this movie, it's Christmas, give the Constitution a rest. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck me. Yes, let's. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah. Uh, the, so the penguin is in the Hall of Records uh, making a list of babies. Yes, he's going through all of the birth certificates they have there and just taking down certain names yeah. in alphabetical order. And meanwhile, Batman says to Alfred, I think, he, I think he already knows who his parents are based on nothing. nothing. Right. Uh, and then there's a scene of, of the penguin going to this graveyard uh, to his parents' graves and, like, doing a contrite little, like, letting a flower on each grave. We see Tucker and, uh, was it Esther Cobblepot? Something, Something like, like that. that. You're not going to trick me into reading. Not during a movie. Come yeah, on. I won't All right. do it. All right, John. You're the one who told us to read that book about policemen. Nah, books are for nerds and cops suck. No, I'm pretty sure you said something about three policemen. Three policemen walk into a bar. The one policeman says, we're cops. And the other two say, fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) End of joke. Good joke. But doctor, I am Pavarotti. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, So we just blew it off. (laughs) I am the the cop's mother. I can't operate on the cops. (laughs) There's too many cops. <laughs> so cops spelled backwards. Spocks. Spocks. That's the answer to the ri- the, the riddle is man. <laughs> so uh, uh, the, the penguin comes out of the graveyard and he's just like, "Bam, the penguin, love uh, me." He very specifically says he's not. The that's penguin. right. That's he's right. He's a man. His name is Oswald Cobblepot. Yes, and he's like, love me! Uh, and then, and then he, he does what all people do in his situation and just rent a attic apartment. He rents yeah. Edward Scissorhands' house. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, there's a, a brief scene of Batman just driving around patrolling. Yeah! He's just looking out in the fucking Batmobile! That sucker's low profile. And that's it! It's literally just him driving around for like yeah. 12 seconds, cut to uh, we get... Uh, 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 well, uh, technically they got their federal mandated minimum amount of Batman to collect the tax credits. Right! Yeah, he's gotta go by Arkham. Yeah, that's still locked up. Gotta go by the Hall of Records. Yeah, he's still scribbling. Then he gotta hit up all hot dog vendors. True. <laughs> Shake him down. Yeah. <laughs> Copping. Driving around corner. and hot dogging. Give me a hot dog. Oh, Why yeah. should I give you a hot dog? For you, Because I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, Batman. Uh, now, you know, so Max Shrek goes uh, upstairs into Edward Scissorhands apartment where the penguin is. And he's like, hey, penguin. I brought you baby, this fish. I brought you a, a white fish. 
come on down, I want to show you something. And then they go down a small spiral staircase into a brand new campaign headquarters. Yeah. Uh, with a bunch of Oswald Cobblepot for mayor. And Shrek's plan is to get uh, the Penguin to run for mayor because he's the hot new thing in the media. Yeah, they need to recall the current mayor so that they can install Oswald Cobblepot so that Shrek can get his uh, building permits. Because you know what kids love? Batman. And you know what they love more than Batman? Complicated real estate scams. (laughs) Yeah. Mayoral recall elections. This movie did lack for a zoning board hearing. Yeah. (laughs) Now, now, gentlemen, gentlemen, let's clarify our terms. Are we talking about redistricting or redistribution? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. So, uh, uh, the penguin gets talked and he gets brought down to get a couple image consultants. Uh, he bites one of their noses off. And says and then, incredibly disgusting sexual things about the other one. Yeah, to Jan Hooks. Yeah. He says yeah. them to Jan Hooks. Delightful character actor. And former SNL superstar, Jan yeah. Hooks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Penguin, oh, he also eats a raw fish. And yeah. then gropes a couple of ladies on his way out. And he's just like, Mayor, I like the sound of that. When you're famous, they let you do it. <laughs> he literally says, uh, hands to shake, uh, uh, people to touch, with people to grope. Yeah. Uh, and then is this where he goes upstairs to find Catwoman? Yes. Yes. Uh, Catwoman is... We skipped the scene where Catwoman exploded a department store, thus that, meeting that's right. Batman. That was the scene where Batman's doing patrol. Catwoman, meanwhile, does a bunch of cartwheels into a Shrek's department store, uh, smashes... Wait, no, we couldn't have because the Batman and the Penguin are there Yeah, together. yeah, we're not there yet. We haven't we're skipped not that there scene. Yet. We're not there yet. Jesus Christ, this fucking movie orbits coincidence <laughs> yeah. so heavily. People just... Happen to run into each other right all the time. There's a brief scene that we miss where Batman and Catwoman just run into each other. Uh, no, that is the scene. No, that doesn't happen because it happens after this scene because the catalyst of the Red Triangle Gang is they need to spark a gang war so that they can trigger the recall election. Right, right. Right, and steal the Batmobile. No, that's later. God damn this movie. Yeah, that's right? Okay, later. so the... Anyways, uh, yeah. there is a scene. You have to be careful going in chronological order. Greatest hits. There is a scene where the Catwoman cartwheels into a Shrek's department store. She, she starts messing up the place. Two security guards come out and they're like, I don't know whether to open fire or to fall in love. And she says... You men always confusing your pistols with your privates, which I guess she was like, you should have shown me your dicks. I suppose. I guess. But then she whips those dick guns out of their hands, and the guy's like, whoa, (laughs) don't hurt me, lady. My income's only 300. My take home is only 300. Take home. It's after taxes. And And then then those fine gentlemen from Securitas run away. Yeah, right? They're just gone. And then she, uh... she She rips open a gas pipe and puts some spray paint in a microwave yeah. and, and it's a one demo of those, microwave it's an analog microwave where you gotta turn the dial yeah, it's got yeah. a crank on yeah. it. it's 1990 goddamn too true what do you want it microwaving in color yes <laughs> <laughs> yes i do so she uh then meanwhile batman and the penguin run into each other outside and batman's like admiring your handiwork and he's like i'm just doing what any concerned mayor would do you're not mayor things change what do you want? I don't know. And then Catwoman flips out of a store and she's like, meow, and then it blows up. 
And then she runs up the side of a building and the penguin whips out his helicopter umbrella and rides away. Well, he says, I saw her first and then seemingly goes to chase her, but is not no. seen from again. No, he just flies He's away. Just gone. Batman. So Batman follows her up to the roof. They have a little fighty fight. She's fighting him. He's mostly defending himself. Eventually, he hits her once, and then she goes, "How could you? I'm a woman." And he goes, "Because it was the '90s." And yeah. He goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry." And again, so this was the point in the '90s where simply not striking a defenseless woman was like, "Oh wow, a modern man." Right? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, but then she totally stabs him in the ribs with one of her cat claws. Yes, true. Uh, so the, he, they flip over, uh, Batman is dangling from her whip over a ledge, throws his tactical napalm at her shoulder. Yeah. She falls or drops him or something happens where Both. they end up on a ledge together. Right. And, and he pulls her back up all sexy like. Yeah. And we get a really awkward scene where I guess, and I never realized this as a kid, she's definitely giving him a hand job. <laughs> Because she's feeling the rubber armor and is just like, let's see if we can find the real you. That's not you. That's not you. Oh, there you are. And he definitely, he definitely rolls his eyes back and closes them. (laughs) Then she stabs him in the chest and flips away. Merrily, some might say. Then, for the life of me, I don't, I don't know any idea what happens, happens next. next. Oh, I, they, they, they meet, and uh, it's, it's Catwoman and Penguin, and they decide they're going to frame Batman. This is where so that happens. So they come back, and they're like, oh, we got to frame him, because if true, we kill they, him... They both say that, like, the thorn in both our sides, the fly in both our ointments, he has had zero impact right, on right, either no. of you. Batman has barely crossed the threshold of casual observer they in this movie. They are, at best, acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, Penguin's like, but, but Penguin is just sexually harassing her. He's oh, like, yes. why don't you get in bed with me? And we'll flab, yeah. And she's like, you're fucking gross. I'm going to eat your bird. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to stab your cat. And she's like, all right, I'm going to spit your bird out. We'll work together. But begrudgingly. Yeah. So uh, this is where we find out. Then they kidnap the ice princess. Yeah. Yeah. So we we find out that they've got schematics for the Batmobile. And he's like, we'll turn it into an H-bomb. And she's like, no, we can't have him be a martyr. Then we'll frame him and we'll make him one of us. So yeah, they go to the ice princess who is finally going to be able to complete the tree lighting ceremony. Thus... Ending the solstice, I guess? Yeah. yeah. And then creepy penguin with black goo coming out of his mouth. Who walks- is super famous at this point. Right. On the cover of every single newspaper He's and He's going magazine. to run for mayor. Yeah. Walks and the ice the princess room. is like, who are you? And he goes, talent agent. Oh, okay. And then throws the fucking face recognition batarang at her. Into, yeah, into her face, drawing blood. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, it's Red Triangle Gang War time. <laughs> well, they fuck off. Uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne bumps into Selena Kyle on the street and says, you want to watch the tree lighting ceremony? And she's like, no, I got a place I got to be. Well, why don't you come over to my house for dinner? Okay, fine. So they go to his house for dinner. Dinner seems to be hanging out on the couch in front of a fireplace being served bowls of apples? Yes, Alfred brings in a giant bowl of red delicious apples. 
also, <coughs> also, they show a lot less of Wayne Manor in this movie than they did in the first one. I don't know if it's for budget reasons. They only had one day on the manor. Uh, because instead of having the cool, like, dinner room he had with Vicky Vale, where it's like the big giant table and they can't hear each other, yeah. it's literally a small love so seat, and they're just like, Bleh. I had a girlfriend and she didn't get me. Yeah, they have this weird conversation where it, it awkwardly tries to tie in the first movie's events to this movie. Where it's, it's like, this is your explanation as to why Vicky Vale's not around. Yeah, and and he uh, Bruce Wayne is definitely giving the kind of speech you give your beard wife, where he's just like, well, there's two truths to me, no, yeah. it's the and I can't I can't reconcile them. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Well, it's also the speech you give to somebody when you're about to tell them, I'm a Batman. <laughs> sure, yeah, but he doesn't say I'm a Batman, so it definitely reads like, look, I just need you to be there for public events, wink, wink. Right. Not yeah. ask any questions, wink, wink. But she also has... Don't worry why Charles Nelson Riley is on my speed <laughs> dial, wink, wink. You ever wanted to date Rock Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> The producers say I need a lady to keep my profile up. So Too uh, many unsavory rumors are going through the gossip column. They'll send a fixer after me. <laughs> uh, so uh, Selena's like, no, I get it. I also have a thing. And then all of a sudden, like, Batman... Well, they turn on the news yeah. and the commissioner's just like, we found this evidence of a kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, and the commissioner's got the fucking bloody batarang in a goddamn Ziploc bag. You gotta He's remember. like, I think we gotta kill with this batarang. This was the era of the OJ trial where cops were just like, Maybe I can be a celebrity if I find cool evidence, too. Uh, also, this is like the only scene with Commissioner Gordon in it, too. Yes, yeah. Correct. Uh, but so Batman's just, or Bruce Wayne's like, uh, I gotta go, but you stay here. And then runs into Alfred and is like, Alfred, you gotta get rid of this lady. Cover for me, Alfred. Which, yeah. like, why didn't you just say, oh, I just remembered I have to do something. Please let me show you the way out. Right. Instead of doing this complicated. But anyway, Alfred goes to Selena Kyle. Selena's like, shit, I'm late for some catwomaning. And she's like, tell Bruce... I don't know, make up a sonnet or a dirty limerick. And he says, one just sprang to mine. Sprang! Which, like, no thanks, Alfred. Yeah, Alfred's a dirty old man. (laughs) I want in on this limerick. (laughs) There once was a lady from Gotham who had sharp claws in her bottom. (laughs) Oh, boy. She whipped Um... a mannequin's head, and those mannequins were dead. And then Batman popped him? Gross. Hey! Gross. It worked! (laughs) I did it! I'm a poet! So they go... Nah, you're a limericist. A limericist? I'd take that over writing Ulysses. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. At least I had punctuation. (laughs) Ulysses is incomprehensible. (laughs) Oh, Irish. (sighs) So anyways, fuck James Joyce's big dumb book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got nothing against it. I just don't want to read it. Dude, nah, his daughter's dumb. cool, though. Who's his daughter? I can't remember her name, but she locked herself up in an insane asylum to write an expose about the way we were treating the mentally ill. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Hey. Rad. She's rad lady. it was not fun. No. She almost got lobotomized. Oh, shit. Jesus. It was real tough. Why did you bring this up? <laughs> So Batman goes to the tree lighting. Batman, he's got to go to the tree lighting. Sees the princess tied up in a chair and is just like, well, 
I got I, Batman's got a Batman. You yeah. know what I'm what saying? I, I saved you. Gets that Gatlin thing or the grappling hook shoots yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. He grappling there. hooks to the roof of the other building and then takes the stairs to where. Yeah. Yes. But like that was an open window that you could have just cut out the middle uh-huh. man. Then he gets up there, but oh, who's there now? Oh, Catwoman! Yeah. And we get the best fight line in an action movie, hands down. Uh-oh. Where uh, fucking Catwoman says, like, I thought I smelled fish. I haven't eaten all day. Which, all right, that doesn't make sense. But Batman's conjoiner to that is, eat floor! Yeah, and then he reminds her that it's high in fiber. And then he slams her <laughs> face into the floor! Yeah. Take that, Catwoman! Uh, there's Batman headbutts Catwoman. Catwoman grabs Batman's ears and slams his face into her kneecap. Yeah. Uh, they have a brutal little fight. I gotta say, I love the long-eared Batman. I'm a big fan of long-eared Batman, yeah. for sure. This is the perfect length of Batman ear. Yes, I 100% agree. Because some guys make it way too big. Oh, and then yeah. it's just distracting. And some guys make them like little tiny cat ears, and it's not cool enough. True. Yeah, I don't Jim like... Lee tends to do like the really small Batman ears, and it just doesn't look right. I like a good yeah. medium length, like a good uh, uh, Neil Adams length Batman. Sure. Ear. That's I thought the I think the, the Batman ears in like Long Halloween are pretty good. The Tim Sale Batman yeah. ears are very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are good Batman ears. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they fight for a little bit, and then Batman's about to say the the, the Catwoman saves the Ice Princess, uh, but and then puts her on a ledge. Yes. Uh, and then Batman kicks her off into a thing of kitty litter? Yeah, Batman throws Catwoman into some kid into one of those open air dumpster trucks full of cat litter like you got. Yeah. You know the kind. But, uh, no, I think we're conflating that with the different, the, the important thing is that Penguin shows up and throws a, uh, an umbrella full of bats. <laughs> yes. Yes. At the Ice Princess, who then promptly falls off the ledge and lights the tree with her death. Which, well, like... Batman, your whole thing is you rescue people from falling off buildings. Yeah, Batman is like... You got a glider that you're about to use. You got a grappling hook. Nope, he watches watches her fucking die. And not only does he watch her die the entire time, he continues to stand on the ledge while they shine a giant-ass spotlight on him, and everyone goes, Ooh, Batman's the bad guy! Yeah, I heard... just chucked the ice princess. When the tree lights up, it also releases a whole bunch of bats that the penguin hit in there. Yes, it's all very bat-themed. So now Batman has to fight his way through the Red Triangle game to get back to his... Batmobile, which has been hacked, been hacked unbeknownst hacked. to him. One of the goons he fights is a giant, uh, it's a giant, like, um, uh, 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 uh It's Batman Bigelow. It's Batman Bigelow. It's a strong man. Bigelow. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. a strong man. He's a giant man, bald-headed, probably 300 pounds, most of it muscle. Yes. Uh, he also steals a bomb from somebody and attaches it to Bam Bam Bigelow, shoves him down a hole, and lets him explode. While he chuckles as he walks away. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Patrick. It's pretty funny. It's pretty it's good. It's super funny. So Batman gets into his Batmobile when, oh no, the Penguin's on his TV. Yeah, the Penguin in his mayoral RV has... A small child's like car Batman ride, like you that, would ride outside the mall. Yeah, and you put a quarter in, yeah. and someone took the time to even build the little coin receptacle yeah. that says a bat ride on it. Yeah. Uh, so he puts his quarter in. He hops on. They used on. to say mustache rides. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, it is the penguin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, again, see 
Tim Burton's sexual proclivities. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he hops in the little uh, little toy Batmobile, and, and it's he's like in a complete remote. control of the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like running over one. people. He's cars, like running over cops. cars, and the whole time he's just cackling of like. The people in Gotham are stupid idiot buttheads. He's pulling a gabbo. Yeah. 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 He's like, I don't hold the SOBs. Yeah. Uh, so Batman does a diagnostic on his car, and it's like, well, here's your problem. There's a thing on it. Yeah, well, yeah. he puts a CD into the CD drive, and that is like the that that's the program he's running. Yeah. Hey, that was the way it was. Yeah, you had to type in C dot dot slash slash run slash program slash Batmobile Diagnostics dash run. Hey, zip zap zap for an object detected. So he punches through the floor of his Batmobile and pulls out a weird Which, little toy. To be fair, you shouldn't be able to punch through any part of the Batmobile. You would right? hope not. But I don't know. Maybe from the inside, it's just like potato chip. It's bulletproof. <laughs> not the bottom. No one's going to shoot the bottom. That's not true. At one point, Batman <laughs> Batman has to do a 100, like a U-turn. But instead of actually just using the car because it has no turn radius, because it's 30 feet long and yeah. the tires can't move, he comes to a dead stop and a pneumatic jack comes out of it, lifts it 10 feet in the air, spins, spins it. it super slowly, and then drops it back down and he drives off. But the important thing is that Batman gets control of his car and he stops running over people, but the cops are on his tail. Yeah. So his only escape is between two very close together buildings. How's he going to do it? He presses a button on his car that existed this whole time. (laughs) That turns the Batmobile from a giant like sedan into a giant dick. Yep. Yeah. A giant throbbing dildo mobile. And then he can cruise through a gangway. And then that's it. He yeah, and then he goes on gets home, back home. He's like some tea and crumpets. And then Alfred's like, you want to watch the Cobblepot announce his recall election, I guess? And he's like, yeah, because I got some surprises for him, Let I me guess. put in this other CD into this computer. Yeah, yeah. he does some blippity bloops on his back computer and jams the signal. Yeah, that's the jam CD that he put in. And There's a bunch think- of fish... And uh, <laughs> right? King Lizard and the Wizard Gizzard. Fucking and, uh, widespread panic. Oh, yeah. Oh, you never want to forget the panic. So much neck beard. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So Mayor Cobblepot, or yeah, well, Mayoral Candidate Cobblepot, is giving a speech about, like, I love babies and Gotham's great. But then Batman hijacks the, uh, the PA system and just puts in a CD of, like, Gotham's full of poopy idiot butts. Yeah, it's all the shit that he was yelling at him through the Batmobile. And then right. he does a cool 90s remix where he gets on the CD. Wooka, wooka, wooka. plays it again because that's how CDs work. Everyone starts throwing uh. fruit at him because this was in the times where one gaff torpedoed your career. Fuck yeah, man. Wow. This was his. We're going to Indiana. Yeehaw. And then they buried him in cabbages. Yep. <laughs> Taught that bastard a lesson. And so then uh, Penguin is just like, all right, fuck it. This like weird plot detour is over. I'm going to go back to my original plan of rounding up all the firstborn sons of Gotham. Yes, because he was a firstborn son of Gotham whose parents, again, threw him away in a river. And now he's going to do the same thing. So yeah. this was his plan the whole time. This Correct. is why he went to the Hall of Records was to get all the names of the firstborn sons. And here right. we go. Yeah, so Batman pre-internet. This, this ends. This thus begins finally the end of the movie. Yeah, uh, Batman uh, shows up 
And well, Batman goes to a masquerade ball. Right, with yeah. Selena Kyle. And they have like a little bit of a moment where they basically like... When they were Batman and Catwoman, Batman said like, oh, there's mistletoe. Mistletoe can be poison if you eat it. I guess worried that she was going to see it and be like, delicious mistletoe. Yes, I and mean, she's please. a cat woman. Yeah, cat woman. anything. Yeah, true facts. But then Selena Kyle says, uh, but a de- uh, kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. So then they're at the ball, and Selena Kyle's like, I brought my Dillinger to shoot Max Shrek in his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the like, Batman, uh, Batman is very much like, I don't know about that, Davey. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, don't give me a speech about how, like, oh, it's not going to fix anything because it will. And he's like, uh, hey, there's mistletoe. And she says, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. And he says... But a kiss can be deadlier if... Oh, no! And she says, do we have to fight? And he says, let's go outside. (laughs) Right, let's go outside. And they take one step and then the entire dance floor fucking explodes. (laughs) Kapow, bitches. (laughs) And not explodes like Earth, Wind, and Fire show up <laughs> and it's we can boogie down no 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 it literally flames <laughs> yeah, this is a regular bomb not a funk bomb now and, and again this isn't the kind of explosion uh, where uh, like all disco songs were obsessed with because all disco songs like a fire or an yeah. inferno of some yeah, kind yeah all disco yeah. songs are about dancing fire or the fire created by said dancing everyone Correct. knows this yeah. and it culminates in Disco Inferno when halfway through the song he has to stop and address <laughs> you the listener and say I'm not talking about burning down a building this is a burning from the soul just can't stop so hot where my spark gets hot that's not what this is this is a bomb yeah and what should emerge and from that? And not the bomb, bomb that the Gap Band would drop on you. Oh, you're right. It's not that kind of bomb. This is a real, legitimate warhead. Not the sour warheads you put in your mouth and oh, then your mouth so goes... <laughs> no, this is a legitimate explosive device. What kind of device? It's like a bomb device. Oh, so right, the right, fucking right. penguin comes up... <laughs> In his goddamn rubber ducky forklift thing. And he's just like, while you are here dancing badly, my circus gang is rounding up all your kids. What do you think of that, jerks? Cut to a fucking street train. <laughs> a street train rounding up kids. It's a coal-powered fucking locomotive with tiny little circus cars on the back. And, and organ-grinding then... Gatling gun man is just like, hurry up, we gotta get these kids. Batman shows up and end of scene. Cut yeah. away. Also, did you notice that all the kids in the cages were all, like, babies or, like, three years old? Yeah, you didn't have any, like, firstborn sons who were, like, 16 or anything. Yeah, like, except for one where Cobblepot's like, I came to get the best firstborn son, Chip Shrek. Yeah. Dad, no! Dad, noted blockhead who yeah. follows. <laughs> but to address your point, uh, this isn't really addressed in the movie, but this takes place in a universe where there is a third world war, so there's a whole lost generation. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, okay. Bad, bad. Them all got drafted. Gotcha. Mm. All right, that makes sense. I was just waiting for like one like 
Like, it's all these 10-year-olds, but then, like, one shitty, like, 16-year-old be like, get your hands off me, you fucking clown. You're a fucking idiot. But also, like, I guess, where does it end and start? Because, like, I don't know, is is Max a firstborn son? I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Batman's an only son. Yeah. You should get it. But anyway, uh, Max Shrek negotiates for Chip's life in exchange for his own because the Penguin... Very easily talked out of things. Right. Again, the penguin not smart, raised by actual penguins. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, take me, leave my shitty son. And he's like, all right, good enough for me, let's go. Ah, oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, brings Max Shrek to his uh, fucking under city sewer yeah. zoo. Puts him in a cage hanging above some water that may have some waste in it. And he's just like, look, I'm gonna, yeah, well, I'm gonna throw all the firstborn sons in the toxic waste that you've spilled in Gotham and then I'm gonna drop you in. Ha ha ha. But then Batman sends a notarized letter? Well, that's the thing is, though, no, uh, uh, yeah, Batman, he, he, uh, he sends right. it yeah, by monkey mail. Next. Yeah. The organ grinder monkey is given a stationary note to go tell Penguin that the kids are not coming. So Penguin then releases the Penguin Missile Army. Yeah, he does his plan B where he says a patent speech in front of his Penguin Army, which is an army of penguins with missiles strapped to their backs and like guidance systems plugged into their heads. They've got like the same thing that goes over Luke Skywalker's face in A New Hope when he's trying to use the guidance computer to blow up the fucking Death Star. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah, so and he's just like, all right, we tried everything else. It's time to stop being subtle. Go out there and launch a bunch of missiles at Gotham and just blow it up. There's a bored intern in like an igloo at the top of his weird hideout who's just narrating what the penguins do. Yeah. yeah. And she is a delight. Yeah, she's great. The penguins are going. Penguins something's approaching something big. Something's gone wrong. So, so Alfred hacks the penguins with his penguin jamming frequency? Yeah, you know, like how penguins yeah. have. If it's got a frequency, Batman can jam it. Uh, Batman, meanwhile, is driving the bat boat... The bat, like, tunnel sewer boat? I don't know what that thing is. The bat ski boat? Yeah, it's like the bat, like, fan boat. Ooh, it's like a bat gator boat. Yeah, like a bat fan boat. Yeah. It's gonna gonna go hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they, they reverse the fucking polarity of the penguins and they all go home. They come come back to the zoo and this is where Batman, like, he, like, uh, uh, the the penguin's like, grr, Batman! So he gets onto his... His rubber ducky 4x4 drives it up some stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Batman takes uh, the bat uh, the bat gator boat up through a tunnel, explodes through the ground, lands the, the wing specifically right in the middle of the duck car, and explodes it. Yeah. Uh, Batman gets out. The penguin jumps on his back, and he's like, Bah, rassa, rassa. And they fight for, like, a second. But then, like... And then Batman shows him that he's got the button. And yes. all the penguins are there, and he can hit the button and have all the missiles get launched. Uh, penguin tries to take a couple swipes at him with uh, his uh, so- sword his umbrella. Knife umbrella. Yeah. Uh, but then it just breaks off of Batman's armor. Yeah. Uh, but he somehow knocks the the controller away from him somehow. Yeah, and Penguin grabs the controller, presses the button, but oh no! The penguins are just launching their missiles here! Straight up into the zoo. Yep. Uh, Batman knocks him through a skylight. 
He kicks him back to the Arctic world skylight, and he, like, go dunks in the river. Yeah, and he's right back down in the main and base. And glass, like, falls Anyway, Selena Kyle as Catwoman shows up uh, at the fucking Trek cage. Yes. And is just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you, because that's what I've wanted to do this whole time, I by guess. By the way, Shrek got out of the cage by bribing a monkey <laughs> for the keys. Uh, that's Shrek important. got out of the cage by being an all-star, okay? <laughs> yeah. His head got smart, and his brain got dumb, and he got out of that cage. So he sure. gets out of the cage, and <laughs> Selena's like, and he's got a gun, and, and Selena's like, Oh, well, I, but you killed me. Batman killed me. Which, no, he didn't. He threw you into some cat litter. Yeah. You were patentedly fine. And Penguin killed me. That's three lives. I've got six more left. Do you have enough bullets to do that? So he, like, takes a step forward. He, like, plugs her twice. She's like, oh, oh, four, five. And then takes another couple steps. Plug, plug. Oh, six, seven. And then, like, goes, tries to take another shot, and it won't work. It's like, two lives left. I think I'll save one for next Christmas. Then she takes the taser she stole from the beginning of the movie, holds it up in front of her mouth, and says, How about a kiss? And then sticks her tongue through the taser laser and jams her mouth and gives uh, Shrek a kiss, but at the same time grabs like a giant exposed wire? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exploding them? Yeah. And then they oh, explode. By the way, Batman was there the whole time doing nothing about this. He watches her burn his face off. Yeah. Yeah. And he literally burns her. She burns his face off because Batman r- goes through the goes wreckage. Through the rubble. And then it's just, blah, face. Yeah. Gone. Bird face. But we do get uh, my favorite line of the movie where Batman is trying to talk Selena Kyle down and is just like, we're the same. Let's just give him to the police and go home together. And he rips off his bat mask like a fruit roll-up. Yep. And then Selena Kyle takes off her mask and she's like, I can't. I want to kill Max Shrek too much. And Max Shrek is, Selena Kyle, you're fired. And Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Batman? Oh, yeah, because Batman <laughs> literally rips his mask off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tears the yeah, rubber latex. That. Yeah, You were checking your phone, but we covered it. Oh, sorry. We're yeah. professionals. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't get paid for this. That's Ooh. true. None of us do. Now, John and I get paid in pizza and Shh. beer. He doesn't know about oh. the scam. And si- Oh, no, I buy the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. John, you're making out like a bandit. Except for when you have to bring the beer. Yeah, that's true. Then I, I do okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that's the end of the fucking movie, kinda. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Catwoman uh, just disappears off into the night. Oh, Penguin gets up for a second and is just like, I'm still alive, and then immediately dies. And then well, he gets he the most up- beautiful send off. He dies face down on like the ramp that the little rubber duckies used to get into the water, and then six solemn penguins come out from behind his former penguin throne and just wah, casually walk wah, beside wah, him. Wah. Cool it, George Lucas. And they casually <laughs> walk beside him as he slides down into the water. Oh, and they play Danny Boy. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, that penguin character. The world did him wrong, gentlemen. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the soundtrack is beefing up the, like, sad strings. Like, don't you feel kind of bad for him? No! He was a sexual creep who tried to blow up a city. He stole all of your children. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't, like misunderstood trying to do the right thing but it's actually accidentally wrong like his stated goal was genocide yes also after this batman slowly begins to turn into val kilmer true yeah which is terrible 
true. Yeah. That's going to be still not the worst Batman. Correct. Yeah. No, I say it is. Because here's the thing about Batman and Robin. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> like, Batman Forever tries to straddle the line between, like, the Tim Burton stuff, but also the, like, neon Schumacher stuff. Right. Batman and Robin has a motorcycle gang chase so that Batgirl can prove that she's real cool to Robin. And in that motorcycle race are the droogs from A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That movie fucking rules. Speaking of Robin, Robin was originally supposed to be in Batman Returns. He was supposed to be in both the Tim Burton Batman movies right. at some point. Well, for, for, for this movie specifically, he was cast. It was Marlon Wayans. Yep. He was cast. He got a pair play contract. And he got a pair play contract. So just like Bobby Bonilla... Marlon Wayne's still getting paid for Batman Returns. No shit, nice. Yes. Us renting this movie today got Marlon Wayne's like three cents. Nice. Good for Marlon Wayne. Yeah. Right. So anyways, that's the end of Batman Returns. Finally. And we'll be right back with Bullet Points. Pow, zap. Bullet Points. And our first bullet point is Body Count. Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of Batman Returns is? I'm going to go 47. Ooh, 47. Okay. Yeah. All right. John, what do you think the body count of Batman Returns is? Don't sniff your finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gross. What are you keeping on there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I didn't want to like sneeze into the microphone, dude. It was just like a yeah, weird like, whatever. it was like, You're just like weird Frank Booth shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm going to say 13. 13, Ooh, okay. Right, right. Both ends of the spectrum here. Well, playing by prices Right rules, as per usual, whoever gets closest without going over wins. John, you're the winner. Hey! It's 20. Huh. Only 20. All right. Yeah. 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 I mean, not a lot of people, but that car scene where Batman doesn't have control of the car, it seems like a lot of people could have Yeah, but a lot of people are just like diving, diving out of the out, way, and yeah, it's parked rolling, cars on like yeah. a small street. And a lot of the people that get exploded on the dance hall get uh, back get up. Back up. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to take us to our next bullet point, Best Kill. Best Kill. John, what do you think the best kill of Batman Returns is? Oh, uh, it, it's still Sean Bean at the end of Golden Eye with a whole sound <laughs> goes into his mouth. Fair. Patrick, what do you think the best kill of Batman Returns is? I'm going to go with the weird little cricket paddles that come out of the side of the Batmobile with which he dismounts the motorcycle riders. <laughs> like, I can't imagine riding a motorcycle and just getting hit in the chest with a two-by-four. <laughs> Going the same speed you are going, but opposite. Right, so at like 60, 70 miles an hour when you put all that together. And it's probably made of metal, because it's yeah. on a Batmobile. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys even have a sternum anymore. Oh, that would put the googly in my eyes. Why have we not done Night Riders, the movie about Renaissance Fair mooks that put up a motorcycle jousting contest? John, we've been over this. It's 
two hours and 40 minutes long <laughs> of pure gold. I don't think that's true. Yeah. And Harris at his best, my friend. Wow. His best. That might be true. <laughs> Mark, best kill. Uh, I'm probably going to go with Sean Bean when he gets killed uh, by those <laughs> orcs at the end of uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Ooh, that's, that's a good, good one. It's yeah, got yeah, emotional yeah. resonance. It's, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like he just found the right thing to do. It's and... a hefty death. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ooh, he plus he those... fights with all those arrows sticking yeah. out of him. Yeah. And yeah. each arrow hits him like a, a Mack truck. Well, because each arrow is the thickness of a fucking beer bottle. Yeah, no, they're serious. That's a good death. Yeah, it's a pretty good death. A special runner-up to the guy that Batman sets on fire. Yeah, yeah. With the one. explosive exhaust of his Batmobile? Yeah. Yes. Well, the guy who Batman sets on fire is a fire eater who cr- who commits arson by spitting fire, fire things. Yeah, so. And then Batman, uh, that's who Batman uses his 180 jack on. Yeah, he's like, yo, dog, I heard you like fire, so I'm going to set you on fire. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> Batman burns a man to death. <laughs> With his engine exhaust. <laughs> Oh, it's going to take us to this our next... movie stays so close to the canon. Oh, <laughs> it's going to take us to our next bullet point. War crimes! <laughs> war crimes. John, tell about some war crimes in Batman Returns. Yeah, the Penguin tries to commit a genocide. Yes! Yes! That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. End of war crimes. Against, against children, even. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's against children. It's against an entire generation of a population. It's like ageist genocide. Sure. It's like Logan's run, but backwards. Oh, no. You gotta be older than 24. (laughs) Weird. Patrick. War crimes? I'm gonna go with putting a bunch of missiles on penguins, which doesn't sound that bad until you realize Sounds that pretty cool, he's actually. got those radio hats that they wear so they know where to go and where to shoot. And I'm pretty sure those suckers have been like drilled into their actual <laughs> brains. Yeah. Like those radios are connected to their neural system, and that's that's just not acceptable. I mean, again, penguins. Very stupid. Yeah. Correct. Well, I mean, like, they need all the help they can get. Also, these aren't like tiny little like Roman candles. They're straight up j- fucking missiles. Yeah, they are. They're missiles, man. They're they serious. blow up buildings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, war crimes. Mark, uh, I am probably gonna go with the continued existence of Batman. An extrajudiciary murderer? This particular (laughs) incarnation of Batman is definitely doing way more harm to Gotham than good. Uh, This Batman works closely with the local government to put down crime, in quotes, uh, by any means necessary. explicitly is not working as the mayor continues to point out that we are once again in the middle of a crime spree. Constant crime waves in Gotham. Yeah, also Batman has... Uh, a supersonic like boat, a plane, a car, uh, explosive ordnance, all manner of things. Yeah, yeah. just uh, privately owned. Yeah. Oh god. Batman's a war criminal. You gotta wonder, like, all that money getting spent, if he just had like a Keynesian jobs program. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, goons, dig ditches. <laughs> Here's a day's pay. Ooh, they could dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. In the back Slam of in the back of my Dragula. John, I, I defy you to name one more Rob Zombie song. 
I, I'm dreaming of a white zombie. Ooh, that's a good one. It's Love not that one. Dead. Because it also, it's got that like late breaking uh, cameo from White Zombie. Yeah. Well, Rob Zombie is from White Zombie. Yeah, yeah it was his we'll, band. Yeah. He left it. To become, to become Rob Zombie. Zombie. Yes. Ooh, ooh, the, the cover of the Halloween theme he did for Halloween 2. John, oh, I, I guess, maybe. But like, you don't know fucking Super Beast? Or take him down to Cripple Town. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy listening. What to about Scum of the Earth? To, to de- 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 deck the zombie. Deck the zombie. Oh, it's a great Christmas tune. Right. I love that one. I think that one goes back to old England. I like the one Rob Zombie record where him and his World War II buddy want to open up a hotel in New Hampshire. Oh, Werewolf Women of the SS. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are great that's, Rob that's Zombie from, albums. Yeah. <laughs> that's from the album Hellbilly Deluxe 2. <laughs> so, anyways, that's going to take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Patrick, is Batman Returns an action movie? I'm not even sure it's a Batman movie. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> point. So, no, is what I'm going to go with on that one. John. Batman Returns, action movie? I'm also going to say no, uh, because Batman is the vehicle of action, and he is so seldom in this movie that for long stretches, like if you're flipping through the channels and you land on it, depending on the scene, it could be a good 45 minutes before you realize, oh, this is a Batman. Yeah. Mark, is this an action movie? I, I am in agreement with you, fellas. This is not an action movie. Again, Batman is the the uh, the, the, the driver of the action, and he has, has failed to get behind the wheel of said action. Mm. It's it's like uh, 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 there's less Batman in this movie than there is Godzilla in that recent Godzilla movie <laughs> where there's only 10 minutes of Godzilla. Yeah. There's so little Batman in this movie. And like what Batman we get is not top shelf Batman. Most of the Batman yeah. is him just sitting in his car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't there's, even... Oh, there's there's, there's one. a lot of like divorce dad energy going on yes. with this Batman. There's one scene of Batman karateing some goons yeah. and then there's two very brief fights where he blocks Catwoman from striking him a little bit. Yep. Then he headbutts her and that's the end. Yep. Alright, so that's going to do it. Final reviews of Batman Returns. Patrick. You know, Merry Christmas, guys. John. <laughs> Goodwill towards humans? Yeah. Mark. Happy all holidays, everybody. Ooh. There are so many other holidays besides Christmas. Hanukkah will be happening. True. Kwanzaa. Whatever the Scientologists do. I mean, New Year's. I was just going for New what New they Year's. ended the movie on. Sure. True. Yeah, and I, yeah like, Christmas in Gotham takes place over like a whole month. Yeah, it? Christmas in Gotham is all the time. Well, I mean, it's it's there. It's how they get their economy in the black. Yeah, yeah. it's Christmas in Gotham. Our <laughs> sing. It's a good Monty Python joke. You're Pretty welcome. solid. Sure. I Anyways, like what a hunk of shit this movie yeah. was. Here's the thing: it's not a bad movie, but it's a terrible Batman movie. It really, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of the bizarre tangent stuff that has nothing to do with anything is fucking great. This movie takes the some performances m- are astoundingly good. Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing in this movie. Danny DeVito and Danny really DeVito nice is job. so good. And this movie takes some real big swings. Uh, yeah. And like when you take a big swing, you're gonna miss the ball every now and yeah, then. If know? they didn't have 
And like, as much as I love uh, the performance of Christopher Walken, Max Shrek derails this whole movie. Yes. For like an hour. Yeah. And there's the no whole mayoral subplot is it just goes nowhere and it takes up so much time. Yeah. That was the one good thing about the first. Tim Burton Batman movie, which again, barely a Batman movie. It's more a Joker movie. Yeah. But at least the Joker is fun yeah. and like does stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of the Joker as this weird performance artist. Yes. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am the knight. Nah, you're John Rooney Taylor. Nah, you got me. Jerk. Patrick. Only one of us is going to get out of this squared circle, and it ain't going to be you. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Jack the Bear Bromley, John Ruthless People Rooney Taylor, and Mark My Little Pony the Movie Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, I don't know, wherever you get your podcasts from. Leave us a rating and leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook. Or you can follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast. Or you can email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.